Welcome to Recovery Unplugged. Uh, we're here at America's Kazakh. We believe that sobriety uh, and, and is bigger than just being sober, but that when Christ comes in your life, when the sun sets you free, you can experience freedom indeed, pure freedom, not just staying sober. Life is bigger and more valuable. It has more meaning than just staying sober. Hello, I am in the Colony Chapel. And here at America's Kessler for 124 years, God has been working through the men, now women's lives. 124 years, and it's perfect for the setting of the talk, hope. Now, we talk, the title is Hope and Recovery. Now, hope is a word and a concept that's built for any part of life. Probably right now you're sitting at home thinking, well, my New Year's resolution didn't work out the way it was, but the hope is that we can always push the reset button and that it's bigger than, than our current situation. Hope is more than just wishful thinking. It's like the bedrock in which builds the recovery. It's like the, the, the foundation. Without hope or at least the desire to recover, there is little motivation. And without motivation, um, hope is just like the prerequisition of motivation. You know, it just it just centers uh, it gives us uh, this mindset outside of uh, our current situation, our current circumstances. So hope is like, the, I like to call it the prerequisition of motivation. And as we get motivated in our life, it leads us to make decisions or to act. And so uh, hope is, a, uh, our strongholds have a way of like presenting hopelessness. Uh, and so whatever we're struggling with, it, it has a way of counteracting the hope in our life. Um, our purpose in life has meaning. Uh, we are, uh, we, our existence is, uh, it has value. Uh, I pray that we don't buy into the illusion that our lives don't matter. We have no connection or that we don't have connection or impact in the world around us. R.C. Sproul, uh, theologian, writer, author, very great uh, man of God says it like this. Hope is called the anchor of the soul because it gives us stability in our Christian life. But hope is not simply a wish. I wish that such, I wish such would take place. Rather, it is what we, it, what we latches onto the certainty of the promises of the future that God has made. And so he's focusing on the God of hope in the midst of the current situation. So you'll hear terms when you hear word hope, because hope is characterized in many different ways and many different levels and different um, areas. Um, and so and if you look at a definition, it says, it says with the intent of if possible, it means to do something, to expect, to anticipate, to wait for, to look for, to want something to happen. And hope has this kind of uh, meaning to it, underlying meaning of, of trust in there, um, believing in there. Um, biblical, you see all through the Bible, and a lot of times you'll see it um, listed as a confidence, uh, security, it's a security, uh, and being without care. Biblical hope is confidence, expect is confident expectations or assurance based upon a sure foundation. And most of the times in our lives, we're looking for security. We're looking for assurance. We're looking for acceptance. And so that hope 
helps us to channel those areas. Hope helps us to move in those areas. Uh, now, in Hebrews 11, a, a very common verse is, now faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of the of what we do not see. So you see the partners in there with faith and hope, how they how they connect in, in, in the word of God. Would you take a moment and ask yourself a question? Are you trusting God to work out your current situation? Is your God bigger than your current? Are, are you trusting him more? Do you have hope that God is bigger than your current situation? Are there circumstances in your life that you have doubt? Is there any doubt specifically in the area of your life? Maybe there is an addiction to other besetting sins. Do you have something in your life? See, I think what happens sometimes are we have hope in things, but because we have these besetting sins and these addictions, they kind of blind us and distract us and disrupt us from having this pure uh, plumb line to the hope that's in Christ and it's in God. Have you ever thought that I went too far? Have you ever sat back in your decision-making, in your situation, in your circumstances, I went too far, I've done it, it is over for me. Have you ever said those words? Maybe you're saying those words now. I talked about New Year's resolutions and people pushing a reset button and things like that. And by February, and by the end of January, those things kind of get disrupted. But is, are you too far gone? Maybe it's time to push the reset button again. And um, do you, can you hope past your current situation? Do you have a proper perspective on hope? Or is your hope in the right person? And so sometimes uh, we believe lies. Uh, sometimes we believe the lies that we don't even know we believe. And so do we have a right perspective on what hope looks like? Uh, do we have the right person that we're putting our hope and trust in? And so um, just a couple questions, because there is problems. When we can't hope, when we can't dream a little past our circumstances, we get caught and we get stuck in, in our current reality. Uh, and, and sometimes we have to have a helicopter view uh, on our current situation. Yes, you might be in the thick of things. Yes, there might be hardships in your life. Yeah, there might be struggles in your life. But having hope gives, allows us to, to walk away and see the whole forest instead of looking, getting caught out there looking at the tree. And so you'll miss the beauty of the whole big picture if you're just currently stuck on one. So here's a problem without having hope, right? Without hope, you can get stuck in your current situation. You can say, this is all that I'm ever gonna get. This is gonna be what I do for the rest of my life. This is just how I will die. Like this is how recovery works. Uh, a, a lot of times I hear a person who who, who, who has a, made a poor decision and they're stuck about how to move forward. A lot of times it's not even a poor decision that is the problem. It's the fact that the mindset of staying stuck, not thinking that they can move past it. And so how many of you know your current situation is not eternity, right? It's, 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 it's temporal. Everything that you're going through is temporal. So you got to have some uh, a, a, a faith and hope and things uh, beyond what we're currently going to do. How and what you believe will determine what you do. How and what you believe, what you believe about yourself, how you believe about your current searches, uh, circumstances, what is your perspective in it? 
Because how you look at that is going to be determined how you will act. It will be, it will determine how you will feel. It will determine how you behave. And so maybe it's time to reset and look, am, do I have the right perspective? Maybe you're sitting at home and you've been on a binge and, and, and whatever binge it is, and, and maybe you're feeling kind of bad or hard on yourself. Maybe it's time not to be so hard on yourself, knowing that there's deliverance right around the corner. There's healing right around the corner. And, and I just want to share this. There's nothing common, uncommon about struggles. It's common to man. God is faithful in the midst of that. So whatever you're going through, uh, somebody else is going through like similarly to the, to, to the, the current things that all of us struggle with. So you're not alone in the struggle. Uh, there is hope outside of what you're going through. Believing life is too far gone is a lie. And so what lies are you believing? Here's a problem. If you're hopelessness, that can lead you to depression, anxiety, mood swings, mental despair. And I gotta say, uh, when, when, when hope is not checked and and, and hopelessness is not checked. Excuse me, hopelessness is not checked. You're believing a lie. And as far as having suicide ideations, ideations. And so addressing these things, um, exposing the lies of hopelessness, because uh, there is hope. As long as you're breathing and long as you still have blood, there's hope. Um, and so hope can be addressed and, and remedied in a couple of ways. First of all, hope is not in sobriety. Our hope is, 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 is in the saving work of Christ. Uh, Christ has redeemed us. Christ came in and saved us. Christ came in, reconciled us. Christ came in here and gave us assurance. Christ loved us enough. Uh, Christ secured and gave us a bedrock. So it's not in our own pick up our bone straps and we can do this, white knuckle this. Our hope is in the saving work of Christ and what he did for us a few thousand years in. That's like the better foundation of a work. And um, you might heard it just like this. never ends. Here it is. His mercy never ceases. His mercy never ceases. Yes, you got stuff in your life. Yes, you got struggles in your life. Yes, you got things that are overwhelmed, but his mercy never ceases. Great is his faithfulness. His mercies begin each morning afresh. Uh, and new every morning. And so Jeremiah is a perfect example of a testimony of a struggling uh, individual whose hope was in the Lord. His hope was past what his current, they call him the weeping prophet for some reason, but he still had faith in the God that was faithful. The word, the word of God, not just Jeremiah, but throughout scriptures, you will see uh, uh, just testimonies and stories about hope 
in situations and circumstances, hope in the God we trust. Here's another thing. The beautiful thing about this being in a chapel and, and, and sharing here, uh, because all the individuals that have been delivered here testify here. We do a Wednesday night TNT and you will hear dialogues and dialogues and conversations and, and talk about this God who delivered people in their current situation, deliver people from their past situation and they're hopeful for their future. So that's the amazing thing. So not only you hear it in the word, uh, you know, uh, all the story that God has given us, you also see, see God at work in this current situation through the testimonies of his people. Remembering the goodness of the Lord. So maybe um, you have a story Maybe God showed, have shown you something. So you hear it in the word, God's faithfulness, that we can hope in it. You hear it in people, other people's testimony about how genuinely God is working in their life. But maybe in your current situation, you might have to look back a little bit. Uh, Joshua said, a stone of remembrance. Look back a little bit and watch and, and, and see the goodness of the Lord. A lot of people in my circle, they journal. I wish I it's one of my weaknesses. I wish I journaled more, but they can look back at their journal and find God's faithfulness and deliverance in their own lives. And so they can they can uh, have fuel to deal with their current situation because the God of the faithfulness uh, was already faithful in their lives. And so they can hope on that is the same God that's going to guide them through their current situation. Paul says it. Three times I begged to the Lord, take this away from me. Each time he said this, my grace is sufficient for you. Jesus says, my grace is sufficient for you. My power works best in weaknesses. And so God's strength, God's power works best in our weaknesses. It's, uh, it's contrary or paradoxical to the life in because we we're, we're called to be strong right but god said my power my strength is made best in your weakness so now i may glad to boast about my weakness so the power of christ could work through me that's why i take pleasure in my weaknesses and insults and hardships and persecutions and troubles that I suffer for Christ, for when I am weak, then I am strong. Paul again shares the goodness of the Lord in the midst of it. And if you ever study Paul's life, he, he didn't have this easy walk with the Lord. When he got converted, his life got tough. It was difficult. And in the midst of this, he glorified, he exalted the name of Jesus and he glorified God all through his letters all through his life. And so friend, family, you might be going through something. Maybe this year, 2022, didn't start off the way you would like it to be. But if you're on this, looking at this video, that means you still have hope. That means there's still a promise waiting for you. That means your life and journey is not yet over. So God bless you and thank you for joining us for another Recovery Unplugged. God bless you.